Father, in the name of Jesus, salamat po, Panginoon, uh, that we have this time today that we can hear from you, we can receive from you, na mangungusap ka sa amin, Panginoon Diyos, and that as we receive from your goodness, as we receive from your word, as we receive from your spirit, we thank you, Lord God, na you will be uh, speaking to our hearts and you are, will be allowing us to... Uh, to receive today. Holy Spirit, minister to everyone. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Wow, it's been a while since I've been up here. Amen. If you're wondering where I've been, you know, uh, three, maybe three weeks ago, I was uh, at New Life Tondo and I was sharing a word with them at New Life Tondo. And then two weeks ago, we had our youth celebrating here. Amen. Beyond Limits, our youth anniversary. And then last week, uh, I was in Malaysia. I was in preached in Sunday at World Harvest Church in Pastor Albert's church, and then Monday I preached in uh, a church called Doxa, uh, which is uh, a church also in 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 Malaysia under Poima and uh, and under Itanatis uh, here, and uh, she was part of that, the leadership of that founding that church, and you know I've been and I miss being here at home. In New Life North Metro. Amen? So, it's good to be home. Amen? You know, sana kilala nyo pa rin ako. But, yeah, it's good to be home. And, and all this time, as I've been out, I've been preaching the same word. Everywhere I went, I've been preaching the same word. And, and I said, and, and I'm really, God's been really ministering to me as I've been sharing the same word. And, and I'm saying, tekamang. Have I even preached this at home? And so, today I'm going to preach what, I, what God has been placing in my heart for the past, this is the fourth Sunday, one month na po. God has been placing this in my heart. And I, I pray that you would receive, amen? amen? And that you would be blessed by this word. If you have your Bibles, open to John chapter 2. John chapter 2. We will begin with verse 1. If you don't have your Bible, I pray that we have a Bible here behind us. John chapter 2, verse 1. Let's flash it. Everybody say, on the third day. Everybody say, on the third day. How many of you know that many wonderful things happen on the third day? Amen. Amen. You know, I, I wanna I wanna begin just by you know, cutting background lang. Uh, and if for those of you who are taking notes, and those of you who uh, like putting notes to the messages that you hear, uh, the title of this message today is "You Are Invited to a Wedding." All right. Say you are invited to a wedding. How many of you like attending weddings? Come on, let's be honest. You like attending weddings. Some of you maybe hindi. Kasi ang tagal bago kumain, di ba? Napansin niyo ba yan? Parang ang wedding, ang tagal-tagal, ang daming ginagawa, ang daming ceremonies, ang daming picture. Tapos yung yung kakay, yung, that the reason why you actually came to the wedding was to eat. Come on, let's be honest, right? You came to the wedding because you wanted to eat. Amen? Giveaway. No, there's not really much wedding giveaways in weddings. You should be the one bringing the gift. 
Listen, if you're gonna come to a wedding at wala kang dalang gift, nako. Ano man, di pwede yan. You're invited, you come. You always come, you bring. So, how many of you like attending weddings? How many of you would like to attend your own wedding? One day, you'd like to attend your own wedding? Meron ba dito? Amen! You know, it's not good for man to be alone and woman. And if you're believing for it, I believe God will answer your prayers. Amen? So, you know, we, we love attending weddings, but how many of you know, if you've, you've, if you've uh, prepared for your own wedding, how many of you know that it's hindi siya cheap? It's not easy. Not, not just financially, but it's not easy to prepare for a wedding. Amen? Yung mga bagong kasal amen? You know, weddings cost a lot, not just financially. That's just one part. There are other things. There are other things that come in. And the danger of preparing for wedding is the word comparison. Diba? Bakit siya? Ganyan yung wedding niya. Kailangan, ganito din wedding ko. Kung yung kapatid ko, ganito yung wedding, kailangan tapatang ko yan o tataasan ko yan. Diba? And we have that expectation or pressure. Diba? And many people think that the wedding is just about the bride. But how many of you know it's not just the bride and, the, and whoever's officiating the weather, wedding? It's the bride and the groom. It's, both important to both of, it's important to both of them. Amen? And a lot of planning, a lot of preparation, a lot of saving goes into because you want that this event where you celebrate your love for one another would be a great bonggang event. Amen? Na hindi lang yung event, hindi lang yung pagkain maalala, pati yung buong nangyari sa araw na yan na maalala ng mga tao. And if something goes wrong, you know that, nako, sirana. Everything you prepared for, everything you saved up for, it's just going to be tainted by maybe one mistake that would happen. Pressure, di ba? We know that, you know, weddings is not a light thing. Many people, during the pandemic this past two years, you got away with it. If you got married this past two years, you got away with, because of the limited amount na pwede lang pumunta, may excuse ka na not to invite the buong barangay. Ay, ate, sorry, hindi namin ma-invite ang lahat, mommy, daddy, kasi 20 lang yung capacity ng venue, social distancing, kailangan ganyan. So a lot of people had a more intimate, loving wedding, which both of them are still good. The whole point of wedding is the celebration of, of love and the celebration of family. Amen? And what I'm going to read today is regarding a wedding. It's a story about a wedding. And again, we have to be reminded about what is it that we celebrate in a wedding. It's a celebration of love. Amen? And a celebration of I just said it. Were you guys listening to me? Family, very good. North Metro, gising pa ba kayo? Wala pa, mamaya pa yung Thor. Mamayang gabi pa yung Thor. Kung inaabangan nyo. Mamayang gabi pa siya. Ngayon, ano, pastor muna. Okay? Mamaya pa si Thor. Pastor muna. Amen? Ay, Jesus. Weddings are a celebration of love 
And weddings are a celebration of family. And we need to keep it in its simplest form so we don't lose the very essence and meaning of it. Amen? So we're here. Let's go back to the wedding. And I like how John begins the wedding with a statement that is so important. Four words that are so important that define this whole Bible in which we are reading. Four words says, on the third day. Amen? How many of you know great things happen on the third day? Amen? The very foundation of our faith, yung pundasyon na pananalig natin, yung pundasyon na paniniwala natin kay Jesus, happened on the third day. Amen? It is such an important detail, it's such an important event that happened that even at the beginning of John's Gospel, he begins, and John didn't need to write on the third day because we don't even really know what happened prior to the third day. It talks about, if you look at John chapter 1, it's talking about Jesus inviting people, inviting His disciples to come and join Him. It's all about Jesus being introduced as the Word becoming flesh. It's introducing Him as God coming to this earth. It's calling Him, calling people to Himself, making them fishers of men. We don't see any backstory. We don't see anything. And then all of a sudden in John chapter 2, it begins with on the third day. On the third day of what? It doesn't even say what was going on. But how many of you know that the Word of God, God moves in patterns? And what, what, what this story would make, what people might use, because this story talks about Jesus turning water into wine, hindi ba po? And many people like to use this verse, Honey, wag mo na ako anoin sa pag-iinom ko. Kung si Jesus nga, ginawa niyang alak ang tubig, wag mo nga akong guluhin. Many people like to use this scripture of pwedeng uminom at maglaseng kasi si Jesus nga, nagpalasing sa kasale. Dapat tumigil na sila pag-iinom pero dinagdagan pa niya. Everybody say this, Out of context! Amen. That's not what this verse means. But what, what, what John was trying to do was John was setting the whole stage up for the whole gospel. John chapter 2 was the beginning of God, of John explaining the very reason why Jesus came to this earth. And as he ended his gospel talking about what happened on the third day, he begins... His story in John chapter 2, after he introduces Jesus, he begins his ministry with on the third day. You see, brothers and sisters, every time we think, when we talk about church and we think about Jesus in church context, especially here in the Philippines, we all grew up going to church. Tama po ba? And we, our, 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 our identification with Jesus is Jesus on the cross, hindi ba po? Come on, how many of you know your first picture of Jesus was not Jesus on a book, but Jesus on a cross? And we would genuflect before that image every time we would enter this holy place, this holy church. Tama po ba? And that's why we need to understand as believers today that the cross is super important. But when, I'm, when the Bible tells us to look unto Jesus, I want to encourage you, it's time 
that when, you, when we say look unto Jesus, we stop seeing Him on the cross. But the cross is important, Pastor. It is on the cross that Jesus gave His life. Amen. It is on the cross that Jesus died for you and for me. Amen. It is on the cross that Jesus shed His blood so that our sins will be forgiven. Amen. It was on the cross where Jesus was the Lamb that was slain to make us righteous. And I say amen to that as well. But today, Jesus is no longer on the cross. Jesus is seated on the throne. Jesus is alive. Amen. Because if you only see Jesus on the cross and you don't recognize that He is now alive, then the foundation of our gospel is flawed. Because many people died on the cross. Madaming namatay sa cruz. Hindi ngayon, pero dati madami. But there's only one who was raised from the dead. Amen? There is only one who came to life. Amen? And we should, we should thank God for the cross, but we should thank God for the third day. Because on the third day, He rose again. And Jesus is not dead. Jesus is alive. Come on, if you're going to clap for Jesus, clap for Jesus. See, we need to understand, because we get that picture correctly, and we, we don't just come to church thinking, well, I'm forgiven. Amen? Many people just like to look at Jesus on the cross because it sees the grace of God, the unmerited favor that forgives their sins. Tama po ba? Is there a sin greater than the cross? Is there a sin greater than Jesus' sacrifice? Come on, can we hear you, church? So, what Jesus did was more than enough. Amen? But Jesus did not come just to die and forgive us and continue to forgive us every time we fall short. Jesus came not just for forgiveness. Jesus came for transformation. See, church, church life, this is us, believers, we were not just called to live in continual forgiveness of sin. See, grace forgives, but grace transforms too. Come on, don't miss out on grace. Many people just want to focus on the forgiveness of grace. What about the transformation that grace brings as well? Are you hearing me? Christ never called us to come to church just as we are and remain just as we are. Christ called us to church just as we are, but He's going, He love, His love is so great that He wants to transform us just as He is. Are you hearing me? See, if we're just going to remain the same, but yet I'm forgiven, we're going to miss out on why Jesus came. The third day was so important because we are now understand that the same time we recognize with His death, we recognize with His burial, but we should also recognize His resurrection. Because that resurrection, we should identify with that resurrection. Because that resurrection, Bible says, He came to give us new life. New life. Bagong buhay. That's a great name for a church. Amen? Maybe we should call our church new life. Jesus came to change your life. Listen, many people just look at grace as forgiveness and acceptance. It's like going to a buffet. Filipino tayo, di ba? 
May Pilipino ba dito? Ako lang ba ang Pilipino dito? Amen. Mahilig tayo sa buffet, di ba? Mahilig tayo sa eat all you can, di ba? Come on, kung hindi ka Pilipino, hindi ka gusto, hindi mo gusto yan, hindi ka Pilipino. There's so many eat all you can in this in this country. We love to eat. But listen, you don't just go to a buffet and eat one food. Eat all you can, tapos titirahan mo, puro Filipino food lang. Ayoko ng Japanese, ayoko ng Italian, ayoko ng ganyan. Gusto ko to lang. Sayang. Tell your neighbor, sayang. See, if you look at the grace of God as just forgiveness of sin, sayang lang, kapatid. Yes, it's very important because we can't do it ourselves. But let me tell you, just like great forgiveness we can't do ourselves, transformation cannot happen also without Him. Behavior change will not transform you. It will just modify your life. But true transformation comes from the grace of God. And that transformation happened on the third day. Because when Jesus rose again, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead to give Him a new life is in you and in me today. And that power doesn't just accept us, that power transforms us. Amen? Pero Pastor, ba't parang hirap ako? Wala akong masyadong pagbabago sa buhay ko. Ibig sabihin, hindi ako Kristiyano. Hindi po. If you really pray, then you really believe. And you, but there's something about that prayer. Eh. You know, I don't know about you, but I remember when I prayed the prayer of salvation. Anybody ever prayed the prayer of salvation? You know, what was, what was given to me was this. Do you want to go to hell? Let me think about it. Go to hell? Go to hell. No, nobody wants to go to hell, right? So, for you not to go to hell, receive Jesus. Sounds good. Anybody like that deal? So, okay, I'll receive Jesus. So, I received Jesus. I said the prayer. I'm not going to hell. But nobody ever told me my life was going to change. Nobody told me what else came along with it. So for three years, I just came to church knowing that whatever I did, I'm going to heaven. Doesn't matter what I did because Jesus loves me and Jesus forgave me and I'm going to heaven. But my life sucked. Can I say that? Sorry, I said it. There was no change in my life. There was no purpose in my life. And I realized what the scripture really meant. How do we get saved? The Bible says that if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, do you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead? Anybody here, do you believe that? Now say, Jesus, on the third day, buhay siya. If you believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, and you confess with your mouth, that He is Lord. See, there's two parts to salvation. There's the believing in the grace, and then there's the surrendering to the same grace. I just never surrendered myself to Him. And until one day, I was alone in a hospital bed, ready to have surgery that could make me paralyzed from the waist down. If one mistake happened, I would never be able to walk again. And I said, Lord, is this what life, I'm in my late 20s, is this my, what my life is all about? 
Ganito ba talaga ang buhay? Ayoko ng ganito kung ganito yung buhay lang. Kung ganito lamang ang buhay, ayoko ng ganito. And I prayed a prayer and I said, I know what you've done, I know who you are, but I'm giving my life to you right now. And I put my life in His hand. And when that happened, when I surrendered to the grace of God, I began to see my life change. Amen? And this is what God desires in all of us. Na hindi tayo mananatili pareho lamang. Pero as we behold Him and His Word, as we surrender our lives to Him, that we would allow His grace which forgives us to be the same grace that changes us. To be what? To be conformed to the image of Him. Not the image that we believe for ourselves, but for the image that He has for us. Amen? Don't get it wrong that you think that God will change you to whatever you want to be. No, He will change you to whatever He wants you to be. Amen? Because we don't know who we should be like. So confusing. Life is so confusing. Too much information. And the information is always contradicting one another. Sino bang totoo? Sino bang tama? See, there are many facts. But I believe there is only one truth. You can be confused with facts, but I break you, I tell you the truth will set you free. And that's why Jesus requires that we know the truth. On the third day, Jesus rose from the dead so that we could have a new life in Christ. Amen? John begins this story about this wedding on the third day. So here we go. Let's continue the story. That's my introduction. Did you get something? You can leave already now, diba? Puno na ako, Pastor. Okay na to. On the third day pa lang, four words pa lang ako. Puno na ba yung notes mo? On the third day was a wedding in Cana of Galilee. Ah. You know, when you look through history, when you look through history, you see the progression of humanity. When God created Adam and Eve, we were His greatest creation. Adam and Eve was His greatest creation. There was not creation like Adam and Eve because it is only in this creation that God placed His Spirit in them and they were like God. Creation. Everybody say creation. Humanity started this journey with God as creation. And then eventually, eventually God met up with this man called Abraham. And he told this man called Abraham, Abraham, that I'm going to make you, I'm going to be in covenant with you and I'm going to take you from being just my creation to being my people and to being my nation. So now humanity took from just being creation to now becoming a nation or a people under God. And Abraham had a special relationship with God, even more than just a citizen of God's kingdom, of God's people. The Bible said Abraham was considered a friend of God. You can see the progression from creation to a people, to a nation, to a friend. And then later on, we see in the Gospels that not, that, that friend goes to a step up. And people think it's not a step up to be a servant of God. But how many of you know that friends that love you the most are the friends that serve you as well? If you really love somebody, you'll do your best to make things right and to help one another. 
the, pro- the progression servant. Hindi, hindi siya servant na ano, na kaibigan. The word there is not servant na slave under sin. The word servant there was the word bond servant. A bond servant is somebody who is free but gives his life to the family, to serve the family because he loves and appreciates. From friend, we become bond servants, giving our life to our fam- to this family in heaven. And then when Jesus came, John chapter 1 says, As many as received him again, to give the right to be children of God. From creation to people to nation to friend to bond servant, now to children. Amen. And each one is a progression of love. You love each one more than you love the first one. Amen? Again, the story of a wedding is a story of, of love and a story of family. But how many of you know being children of God is not yet our ultimate destination? There is more. Huh? How can there be more than being a child of God? What's more? Because one day Jesus will come again. And He will be coming to a great wedding. Because He will be coming as a bridegroom and He will be coming for His bride. The greatest love relationship is not between father and son, mother and daughter. The greatest love relationship is between husband and wife. I love my kids more than my spouse you're missing the point of your relationship. You should love your spouse more than you love your kids. Because in loving your spouse, you are showing your children what true love really is. See, we are children of God, but God's going to take us one step further and we're going to become His bride. Amen? And that word is non-gender. Don't worry about it. We're not saying lahat tayo magiging babae. Hindi po yun. We are all going to come back as His church. And the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 5, we are being dressed in white silk, which is the, what we call righteousness. He's preparing you and I. Amen? So one day, we will be the bride of Christ. Not yet. When He comes again, we will be the bride of Christ. Pero kayo mga ladies na naghihinta room nyo in the natural, don't worry, darating din yan. Kung sino man nakaka-relate dyan, mag-relate din kayo. Amen? Amen? Yes? De, hintayin ko lang si Jesus. Nako, we don't know when He's coming. Huwag mo na hintayin si Jesus. Meron naman dyan eh. Ang dami namang pogi dito, di ba? Oh, mga single na lalaki dyan. Amen? Bahala kayo, mag-single kayo habang buhay nyo. Walang nag-amen eh. Bahala kayo. Kami kasal, kami ng pogi dito. Amen? Amen. <laughs> they missed their chance. I don't understand what's going on here. Let's get back to the story kasi naubusan ako ng oras. Amen? So there was a wedding and the mother of Jesus was there. Now both Jesus and His disciples were invited to the wedding. And when they ran out of wine, the mother of Jesus said to Him, They have no wine. So we know this story. Tama po ba? Then Jesus said to her, Woman! Now listen, Jesus was not being disrespectful. Hindi niya sinabi, Hoy, babae. Hindi niya, hindi, he was being very respectful to his mother. Amen? 
This was a respectful term. He said, what does this concern have to do with me? My hour had not come yet. And many people think that Jesus had not started His ministry at this time. Kasi hindi pa oras niya. But I'd like to tell you, He already started His ministry. Why did I say that? Because prior, He already brought in His disciples. See, Jesus did not just come to preach the Word. He did not just come to teach the Word. He did not just come to do miracles and to destroy the work of the enemy. All that is true. But why did Jesus have to stay, do ministry for three and a half years? Because He needed to raise disciples. He needed to do what He came to do, which was make them like Him. It took Him three and a half years, and that's why He kept telling His disciples, Guys, how long pa do I need to be with you? Why are you still not yet like me? Well, nobody can be like Jesus. That's an unfair comparison. But yet, He was going to give them the ability to be like Him. And He said, greater things you will do than I did because I go to my Father. When Jesus went to His Father, He didn't leave us orphaned. He gave us the Holy Spirit. And it is because of the Holy Spirit we are able to do and truly be disciples of Jesus Christ. Amen? That's why, guys, it's so important to make disciples. And if you, if you need a place, we have life groups here for you. We have people that would love to mentor you and to take you in and go through this journey because this is why Jesus came. Not just to destroy the works of the enemy, but to reproduce himself, make disciples of all men. And that was the same instruction he told his disciples. Go into all the world, preach the gospel, and make disciples of the nations. Amen. Amen. What is discipleship? Transformation. A life taken from one place and brought to a higher place in Christ. Amen. Amen. And we cannot do that without the grace of God. Jesus' ministry already started kasi nandiyan na yung mga disipulo niya. Hindi niya tinawa, guys, follow me. Bakit? Wala lang, trip ko lang. Sama lang kayo, may kainan dyan. Sama kayo? They were already considered His disciples. Amen? Meaning, He already started His ministry. His ministry to transform these fishermen, to transform these tax collectors, to transform these people that nobody wanted anything to do this. Mga mangmang, mga walang alam, mga outcasts. Yet Jesus called the rebels, He called the outcasts, He called the, the, the useless, the foolish things of this world. He called them all. You know, in, in Acts chapter 6, they said, when they were with, with Peter and John, they realized these were uneducated men. But the reason why they were amazed was because they knew they had been with Jesus. Let me tell you, when you are with Jesus, your life will change. Amen? But what hour had not come? Jesus came to give His life so that we could be saved. And He came to rise again from the dead so we can have this new life. John 10.10 kind of life. Zoe kind of life. A life of abundance, overflowing life. Amen? This is why Jesus came. Then His mother said to His servant, How many of you know moms... Your word to your kids are very important. Amen? Are you there? Children, you should obey your moms and your dads. Who said no? <laughs> you should obey your mom and your dad. Amen? 
You should honor them. I like what Mary said. Whatever Jesus says to do, do it. That is one of the greatest advice we can hear in the Bible. What is it? Whatever Jesus says to do. I think this is where Nike got it from. Whatever he says to do. Now, it's not whatever anybody says to do. She said whatever Jesus says to do. Do it. Amen? That's one of the greatest advice that you could ever get. Whatever Jesus says to do, do it. Amen? So what happened? It said now there were, were six water pots of stone. Imagine mo, malalaking balon. Clay balon. Filled, full of water. According to the manner of purification of the Jews, containing 20 or 30 gallons of peach. Imagine mo, 30 gallons ang capacity ng bawat pot na yan. And Jesus said, fill the water pots with water. And when they had filled them to the brim, Jesus said, now draw some out and take it to the master of the feast. Now, what were these pots for? These pots, for, they said, were for purification. Anong ibig sabihin ng purification? You have to be Middle Eastern to understand this. Because in Middle Eastern culture, they have water that is set out in front of their places of worship or their or homes. To when they come in, they have to clean certain areas. Clean the feet, clean the hands, clean the ear, behind the ears, clean the face, the eyes, the nose. Why? So when they enter in, even just the skin that is showing would be clean. Water can clean dust. But no matter how much amount of water there is, hindi kaya tanggalin ng kasalanan ng tubig. There are certain things that water cannot change. Amen? So they used these pots to clean. They didn't use it to drink. And what did Jesus say? Punuin mo. Fill everyone. To the brim. It said fill to the brim. Have you ever filled anything to the brim? Diba? Jar na punong-puno. Konting tapik lang, anong mangyari? Apoy, di ba? It's just gonna flow over. He said, fill it. So the, I'm sure there were water. And they filled it to the brim. And then he goes, okay, now take, from, take a vessel and bring it to the master. Now, ano yung kulang? Ano yung kulang nila sa wedding? Ano yung kulang, guys? Are you there? Wine. So, the water pots are filled. So, he said to the servant, take and bring it to the master. Kasi the master is expecting what? All this time, when I would picture this in my mind, I would think, may hawak siyang tabo. Kasi tubig na paglinis, eh, tabo pang ligo. Diba? So, inisip ko, but imagine going to a wedding, may hawak siyang tabo. Ano yan, Besh? Ang ginagawa mo dyan? Diba? Sir, napadala ng Jesus na yan. No? Inumin mo daw to. I've always thought in my mind that tabong hawak niya kasi tubig na panglinis eh. But he was bringing, supposedly bringing a bottle of wine. So I believe the vessel that he used was a vessel that would normally contain wine. So the master had no idea that that vessel was 
filled with water. But when the servant filled it up and the servant began to walk, that's when the miracle happened. Amen? Luke chapter 14. And in this story, there was another, I will not read it anymore because it will take long. Luke chapter 14, there was another story of another wedding. And this man prepared the wedding. Ginagastos siya para sa wedding. Then this master, the Bible said he was the master. The master told the servant, everything is prepared. Now go and invite those who I called, who I invited. So the servant leaves and the servant goes to the first guy. Sir, the wedding is ready. You can come. And the person goes, I just got married. You know, I, I'm starting this new relationship. I can't go yet. Sorry. Tell your master, I'm sorry. I can't come. Okay, po. And he goes to the other person and he goes, Sir, it's all prepared already. Come to the wedding. And the person says, Nako, I have just bought this land. You know, I have to be, take care of the land. I have to be responsible. My responsibilities will not allow me to go. So please tell your master I cannot come. Sige po. And then he goes to another one. And he goes, Sir, ready na lahat. You can come already. And the guy goes, Nako, nandiyan yung mga baka ko. I have to make money. Kailangan kong kumita para sa pamilya. Pangkabuhayan showcase to. I have to, I'm sorry, I cannot go. So the servant returns to the master who prepared all things. And the servant tells the master, everyone we invited just can't come. They just either have a new relationship, they have responsibilities, or they need to get rich. <laughs> so they're not coming. And the master said, if they don't want to come, it's okay. But there are others that need to come. Go to the blind. Go to the deaf. Go to the mute. Go to the maim, the makalakad, those who cannot use their hands. The ones that you don't usually invite to the weddings, those who are in need, nangangailangan ng pagkain mga yun. Bring them. Tell them to come. Then after that, go to the highways and to the hedges, yung mga outcasts, yung mga hindi pinapasama, yung mga unclean, yung mga hindi pwedeng sumama sa mga ibang tao, yung mga kakaiba. Go to them and tell them to come. Jesus says, I did not come for those who were well. I came for those who were sick. I came for those who people would say no to. And I said to bring them in. Bring them in. Bring them in. The master said, my house will be full. It doesn't matter. It, if people don't want to come, it's okay. But those who need me, they will come. Those who, need, those who have been rejected by men, I will accept them. And they will eat in my table for I have prepared this, this meal for them. Jesus tells this story, and when I think about this story, I think about who are these people? The Master, I believe, is our Heavenly Father. And our Father has prepared everything for you and for me.
Everything we need for life is already prepared by our Father. So who is Jesus? Jesus, I believe, is that servant. Jesus said, I did not come to be served, but I came to serve. And Jesus is now going to people and saying, would you come? Would you come to my Father's house? My Father has prepared all things for you. Would you come? And those who have other priorities, they will say, no, not now, Lord. Not now, servant. One day, siguro, but now, no. But those who are in need, the blind, the lame, the weak, the crippled, those who are outcasts, those who nobody wants to deal with, Jesus has come. And they came. And the house was filled. Who are these people? I believe it's us. Maybe you can look at yourself and you think, I'm not good enough. Maybe you think, I've been rejected by so many people. Maybe you think, how can God even use somebody like me? I'm never invited to these things. Let me tell you today, God is inviting you. You are invited to this wedding. You are invited to this wedding. You are invited to this wedding. Amen? And what's going to happen in this wedding? Balikan natin yung kwento. Ready na ba kayo? What did Jesus say to the servant? Get a bottle, fill it with water, and take it to the master. You see, six spots. Number six is the number of man in the Bible. It's not the number of the devil. It's the number of man. Six is the number of man. And people say Antichrist is the devil. Antichrist is the spirit that thinks that man can do everything by himself and he doesn't need God. Amen? Pots of clay. When God created Adam, He made them out of clay. Full of water. Do you know that your bodies are 70% water? You are full of water. He took a smaller vessel and He filled it. And then He walked and gave that to the Master. When did the water turn into wine? I believe as soon as the, the servant took the water and that, that vessel was now placed in the hands of the servant, that the water turned into wine. When we give our lives to Jesus and we put our lives that smaller vessel, we give our lives and put it in His hands and trust Him, then we will see a miracle happen. No longer will we be full of ourselves, we will now be filled with the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that wine is a picture of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Bible says do not be filled with wine, regular wine. O yan, yung mga umiinom dyan. Ito yung verse mo. Do not be filled with wine or be drunk with wine, which is dissipation, but be filled, be continually filled with the Holy Spirit. When you give your life to Jesus, He turns your water into wine. And when the Master receives you, what was once ordinary, the Master drank it. And you know what the Master said? 
Why did you save the best for last? He will take your ordinary and make it extraordinary. He will take your natural and He will make it supernatural. He will take your life and He will put His Spirit in us. But you got to give your life to Him. Are you coming to the wedding? Are you going to allow, are you going to give your life to the servant and say, Yes, I have responsibilities. Yes, I have relationships. And yes, I have, you know, things. I have to get rich. But you know what? I, if I give my life to you, then I know all of these things which I seek, they'll just be added unto me. Seek first the kingdom of God and this righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. But here's what I love about it He filled it to the brim. You see, a pot that's filled is blessed. But when a filled pot begins to move, then they overflow. See, God wants you not just half full. He wants you filled to the brim. So you're not, you're not the only one being blessed. Because wherever you go, whenever you move, you're going to overflow. And you're going to affect people around you. And everybody will be blessed. Amen. Amen. You are no longer water. You are filled with His Spirit. And you're the best. When He looks at you, He says, it's the best. You're the best. And only that can happen is when we surrender our lives to Jesus. So today, if you're here, if you're here today and you're thinking, yeah, I've been coming to church. Yeah, I've, I've said the prayer. I know I'm not going to hell, but parang feeling ko, walang pagbabago pa rin sa buhay ko. Maybe you're here today and you're thinking, I've never surrendered my life to Jesus and I want to do it today. I want Him to turn my water into wine. With everybody's eyes closed, if you're here today and you want to receive and give your life to Jesus so He can change your water into wine, would you please lift your hands up? Thank you. Thank you for your hands. Thank you for your hands. All over this place, so many hands. So many. Could you do one extra step? I know it may be hard, but could you stand to your feet and say, Lord, I'm giving my life to you today. I'm tired of the water. I'm tired of being filled with myself. I want to be filled with you. Stand to your feet if that's you today. Tumayo po kayo kung kayo po yun. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your bravery. Thank you for doing that. Thank you. Thank you. You may have done this before. It's, you don't need to do it again. But if you've never done this before, you've never said, Lord Jesus, I surrender my life. I give my life and put it into your hands. Today is your day. You can stand to your feet. It doesn't matter because people are not looking at you right now. They're looking at Him. And Jesus is looking at you and He's saying, Yes! Thank you for answering the call. Thank you for saying yes. Thank you for coming to the wedding. This is your invitation. Thank you for stepping out. Would you pray with me, church? You, especially those of you who are standing, would you pray with me? Would you say today, Heavenly Father, come on, say it out loud. Heavenly Father, thank you for your incredible love. Thank you that you love me so much that you gave Jesus 
to pay for my sins. Forgive me and give me new life. Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. On the third day, I believe God raised you from the dead. I believe you are alive. I receive you today as my Savior. And today I choose to give my life to you. You are my Lord. I put my life in your hands. Have your way in me. Holy Spirit, fill me with your presence. No longer am I filled with water. I am filled with your Spirit, with new wine. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I receive this today by your grace, through faith, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Come on, let's give praise to God right now. Thank you for listening to this week's Home is Live podcast. Connect with us through Kumu, Instagram, YouTube, or Facebook. Welcome home.